right, all right, all right. Welcome into another episode of America's Hometown Horror. My name is Mike. I'm your host, and thanks for checking back in with another episode with us. Before we get into our episode tonight, just a couple of things to get out of the way. First and foremost, our internet offerings, first of which is our website, which you can find at ahpod.com. That's A-H-H-P-O-D.com. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search for uh, America's Hometown Horror, and you shall find us. And you can also email us at hometownhorrorpodcast at gmail.com. And if you can hear a dog barking, happy belated birthday to the official hound dog of America's Hometown Horror, at the spooky hound dog on Instagram. Say what's up to him. (laughs) (laughs) And I would be remiss if I did not mention our two partners in crime, first of which is Horror Facts Magazine. You can find them at horrorfacts.com. Man, oh man, what a great resource for horror fans. Check out their website. You can find all sorts of news, reviews, and a bunch of horror podcasts, including ours. And last but certainly not least, have to mention our friends over at Fangoria, the first in fright since 1979. Say that five times fast. A lot of alliteration. Our friends at Fangoria, first in fright since 1979. Uh, Anyway, we're partnering with Fangoria to give our listeners an exclusive 20% discount on all merchandise and first-time magazine magazine subscriptions. (laughs) Just head on over to shop.fangoria.com slash hometownhorrorpod or just use the code HOMETOWNHORRORPOD at checkout for an exclusive 20% discount. Again, on everything from Fangoria.com, head on over and treat yourself in the new year and get some merch from Fangoria. Merch, 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 merch. Treat yourself. All right, folks, we are back. We are back, baby. And we are getting Doug back. And we're the four best <laughs> friends that anybody could have. Welcome back to episode two of Janthology 2, Electric Boogaloo, or whatever else we're decided to call this. We like that. Yeah, and uh, I'm joined by my fellow co-hosts in studio, live and in person, Andrew, Kat, and Matt, lady, gentlemen, a good evening. Good evening. Hello. What's going on? <sighs> What's up? How's everybody doing? We're doing. It's good. Ready to rock and it's roll? It's January. It snowed. It, it is. It's snowing. As the snow falls. Uh, it stopped. No, no it's still snowing. As the snow falls here in America's <laughs> hometown, it is always Halloween in the studio as we talk some horror with you. Snow only accumulated on your driveway. I know, right? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. safe That's to important. drive down. I was like, oh, this isn't We're slick at all. Yeah, we yeah. do have a terrible driveway for snow. Or, you know, terrible driveway, pretty like, much for anything, yeah. for life. And, uh, yeah, so thankfully, you know, we haven't had too bad of a snowstorm yet. But anyway, hey, weather's no died here yet. Right? No, not yet. Uh, not surprisingly. Of, anyway. yeah. what, weather talk here on America's Hometown R. We bring everything to the yeah. table. Absolutely. Well, anyway, guys, um, normally at this point, I kind of bring up new things that are coming out. And I say at this point, if you're listening to the show, you can watch. But uh, there's nothing else that I haven't mentioned last week. But there is a, uh, I guess, a semi-big release coming out on this coming Sunday, the 15th. And that is the new series on HBO called The Last of Us. Have Mm -hmm. you guys been following this at all or any sort of interest at all? Uh, Know anything about it? I might watch this. So I never played the game. I'm going to check it out. I haven't played the game. Okay, so it is a video game. It was based off a video game. Yeah, I have. uh, I used to, when I was working overnights in my job, there was a, a handful of guys I was working with that would love the game. And... This was two years ago, and they were anticipating this coming out on HBO. So this has been in the works for a while. But um, yep. yeah, it looks cool. I guess what I've been reading about it seems pretty rad. The pictures I've seen look fucking insane. Yeah. So I'm yeah. yeah I'll zombie. Out. So kind it's of, kind so of a zombie thing, and um, it, it's definitely one of those tired like apocalyptic tropes. Yeah. But I guess apparently, like this is uh, like if if 
according to video game people, it's arguably the strongest story ever told via a video game across two games. There's two games out now, The Last of Us and I think The Last of Us 2. Ever? Ever. They say this is the best story. Really like the Mario Brothers movies? Well, I mean, Mario's cool and everything. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but apparently the, uh, the emotional resonance of this story is very, very good. It's set against an apocalyptic scenario where there's a fungal infection that has devastated humanity. So it's not zombies per se, but like mu- mutated humans. And if I remember correctly, the, uh, the mutated monsters are called clickers because of the sounds that they make before they attack. Ooh. Yeah, something like that. So, uh, first episode's on Sunday night. I'm definitely going to give it a shot. Yeah. Uh, Pedro Pascal, uh, actually two Game of Thrones alumni are the Ooh. two main cast. Uh, Pedro Pascal, who played uh, the Viper, who got his head squashed by the mountain in Game of Thrones. Oh. One of the best episodes of Game of Thrones ever. He's the lead character named Joel. And then the uh, the main female character, and I don't know her na- the character's name or the actress's name, um, she was the the little girl that uh, aligned herself with Jon Snow in the last season of Game of Thrones and then got squashed by the giant in, uh, in the, the Battle of Winterfell. You would definitely... I think her name... Her, the actress's name is Bella Ramsey. That's her name. I know that. But uh, she's playing That's the correct. main actress in the uh, She in plays the show. Ellie Williams. Ellie. Yes. Ellie is the character's name. So um, it looks pretty cool. Uh, Nick Offerman's in it playing a character. Um Ron Swanson mm-hmm. from Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm always... Melanie Linsky's in. also in it. I love Melanie. Yellow yeah, Yellow Jackets. I love Melanie Linsky. She's pretty awesome. So, we yeah, Last of Us. Back up a little bit. Sure. So Matt said Borderland. mm-hmm. Borderland. Borderlands. 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 So, do you know that that show on Netflix, Alice in Borderlands? That's Borderlands? like... Uh, I don't think that's Japanese. Is it? What is or it? Have Asian, you seen it? Um, is that... Because I just made me think of no, like, What is that actually about? It's not like... I don't think there's any relation. No. That was my question. Let's go. No worries. So, right. yeah. I got confused when you said like that. Borderlands, like, Bioshock. I, I'm just. I was kind of throwing out uh, like Bio, Bioshock is my favorite video game series. What's of all the other one? Fallout. Fallout. Fallout they're they're one. making. They're yeah. making an Amazon Prime series based on Fallout. But that's what I was kind of Afterlife. like thinking of that of this. It's not zombies, but it's like kind of like mutated. Okay. Like, yeah. Nuclear. That type. Whatever. Of, that type of shit. Sounds interesting. Yeah. I, it, it dude, it looks pretty fucking. I'll check it out. It yeah. looks legit. It looks cool. So, so yeah, biggest uh, horror release upcoming in the next few days is definitely the first episode of The Last of Us. Again, that's going to be on HBO. I think just regular HBO and also obviously on HBO Mac. HBO Mac. Check it out. If, uh, if you would like to watch that. And uh, who knows? If it's good enough, maybe we'll cover an episode. Cover it in an episode. Say. Uh, a couple of other newsworthy items real quick. Uh, we were talking about this right before we hit record. Uh, lady, gentlemen, we get the trailer for Bo is Afraid, mm-hmm. which uh, Kat literally just watched. Yes. This is the new film from Ari Aster of uh, Midsommar and Hereditary, Hereditary fame. And uh, I'm not quite sure that it's a horror movie, but it certainly looks interesting. Yeah. It looks wild. Yeah. Yeah, which is good. This is based off of a, uh, a short film he made. Um, that is widely acclaimed as his best short film, um, and people are that have followed all of his stuff are very much looking forward to this. This is, is this looks like it's going to be his uh, his epic. So that makes sense. Yeah, maybe his version of like Pearl per se. Uh, more so like Tarantino's like Inglorious Bastards. Like this is going to be his like big big. Okay. Piece, so does the short story have the same name? Bo is afraid. Uh, I think it's just called Bo. Short um, film, right? Not short story. Yeah, short film. That's what I mean. Okay. Um, 
but it's basically it follows a guy who's like afraid to leave his apartment and mm. something's trying to get into it and you don't really know what and that's kind of all it really leaves you at um but it's it's pretty intense but it's also kind of like goofy at the same time and i, I from what i understand this story is supposed to be a kind mm-hmm. of a mystery legacy drama comedy huh. but it's supposed to be very violent and there's supposed to be a lot of nudity in it okay that's what i'm understanding but it's not necessarily horror down for naked violence maybe maybe horror, <laughs> maybe horror adjacent this yeah. movie's perfectly aligned with like Good my like, when you go to the horror violence. elements of movies this is like a type of movie that i enjoy horror watching. adjacent yeah, yeah horror like adjacent he, and just weird as fuck just out of control just, yeah. just bizarre and then you finish watching you go what the fuck was that yeah it's like oh, oh it yeah. was supposed to be called Disappointment Boulevard, but it ended up. Getting oh, okay. remember the title I remember hearing yeah, about that, yeah. and so okay. Also, yeah. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix is a great actor. Yep. He's a total weirdo, but I mean, uh, as Andrew has referred to on certain occasions, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, Joaquin. He is. I've never uh, said that on the podcast. I, I think you have you said Joaquin. I think you said Joaquin yeah. too, as well. But anyway, it's it's Joaquin okay. on your face. <laughs> oh, call he's a good out. actor. He's a very good actor. Is my point. As I, oh my god, everyone bust my balls and I make fun of anybody enough. I'll like give one little date. You just Andrew, left him a little joke. Like, yeah, I, did, I, did, I, did, I saw that. Yeah, so uh, Bo is afraid. <laughs> the latest offering from Ari Aster in A24, and I feel like this just looks from the trailer like uh, Ari Aster saying like, "Hey, I'm a big swinging dick." auteur filmmaker and this is what I'm going to make and you're going to make it because I gave you Hereditary and was, Midsummer. I think it's a $600 million budget and it's the biggest budget AA24 has worked $600 million? Holy Christ. fuck. Why? Jesus Christ. That's like the budget of an Avengers movie for yeah. Christ's sake. Insane. It's also supposed to be three and a half hours long. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's well, wild. Strap it's in. also the, it's well, also the <clears throat> time allotment. Yeah, of strap in. I would watch it. Strap yeah. in, strap it looks on. Like even despite the time that I would probably sit, I would, I'm going to go see it in theaters. It, it, it that remains to be seen. We'll see what happens. April but 21st. I will definitely. I, I mean, I. I this like, seems like know, one of those movies that you just go see it in theaters. Yeah, I mean, I would say child yeah. care permitting for us. I would yeah. love to see this movie in theaters. Do you know when it's releasing? By the way, April 21st. April 21st. Or a nice, so a nice little springtime release. Okay, so beautiful springtime. And uh, last but not <laughs> least, I should say possibly the most. <laughs> America's hometown bit of news on America's hometown horror podcast ever. Um, so Eli Roth is a filmmaker that we've talked about on the show quite a bit. And I think we've had varying opinions on his films, um, some better than others. He has some very, very good movies and some very, very bad movies. Um, in 2007, Quentin Tarantino, we were talking about him earlier, speaking of Tarantino, he directed a movie called Grindhouse, mm-hmm. which was essentially a double feature that was a throwback to Robert the Grindhouse. Yeah, him and Robert Rodriguez did a throwback to the Grindhouse cinema of the 70s. And inter, uh, interspliced, intertwined in between the two main segments were lots of fake trailers from movies. Um, and I think there were like three or four of them. Machete. Uh, machete. Machete. Actually, I think, so Machete... Hobo with a Shotgun. Both uh, which became real movies. Werewolf Strippers of the SS, yep. which was Rob Zombie. Also became I something. Think, kind of some sort of, yeah. And another one directed by Eli Roth called Thanksgiving. And so now this is the third of the four trailers to be made into a future uh, feature-length film. And Eli Roth was try- has been trying to get this movie made for the better part of about 15 years. And the reason I say this is related to us in Plymouth, America's hometown, is apparently... This is a slasher that takes place on Thanksgiving in a Massachusetts town that holds Thanksgiving as their high holiday, which uh, I'm led to believe, and if you read the rumors about this supposed movie, 
it's supposed to take place in Plymouth. That'd be wild. Which I mean, some of those like, shots in the trailer. I don't it think it'll looks, end up being filmed. In, it looks it won't like be filmed Plymouth, in Plymouth. Though. I don't think so because I think he tried to get that done at one point. Like I think if you Google it, yeah, all those, there was some. All those there was, was like, on the board of selectmen. There were there say, was a, like, yeah. there was a decent amount of resistance. We didn't vote for yeah. from Plymouth. <laughs> Um, people well, on the historical committee are like, no. To be yeah. fair, um, <laughs> I was not living this. in Plymouth in 2007, so I can't comment on the selectmen then. But I'm sure they're nerds if they're rejected. No, this was like, recently. How how like how would this be a bad thing? But for how the would they be able to film the witch at Plymouth, at Plymouth Plantation? Plantation but or sorry, Plymouth Patuxet. Plymouth Patuxet. Mm-hmm. Maybe because it was like a real. Movie, maybe because it wasn't Eli Roth making the movie. That's a good question, actually. Yeah, so. maybe. Uh, but it, yeah, because maybe it was an A twenty four artsy horror film. Yeah, there could have been a lot more money involved yeah. that didn't yeah. go to but also, anything. And <laughs> so I, I guess my my main point being like this is a movie that could be about a slasher attacking people at the Thanksgiving parade in Plymouth. Yeah, and it might not name Plymouth in name, well, but it might be I... like inspired heavily by the Plymouth mm. Thanksgiving parade, which is kind of a really cool thing. I can see why Plymouth might not want to associate that with the. Yeah, that I can understand. I guess when you put it that. Like, way. Is this going to well, be Eli like Roth the is from uh, Green Inferno? Yes, he's from Newton. Really like that yep. movie. <laughs> That's bullshit, though. That's like the city of New York not wanting to associate with fucking Home Alone Two: Lost in New York. It's so stupid. Like it's nobody's going to. That's like, not at all. Like, nobody's going to. Th- <laughs> <laughs> let's say. Let's say Home Alone Two is a family-friendly like, movie. That's like maybe Godzilla. I'll give you like Godzilla. Yeah, I was thinking Godzilla yeah. when you first said that. I thought Home Alone too. Let's say, for instance, family friendly movie. All right, but we're in the year of our Lord 2023 now, okay? (laughs) Always the year of our Lord. Horror. Horror. Horror horror is huge, okay? Do do you think that if Eli Roth were to shoot a slasher, a Thanksgiving slasher movie in Plymouth, at least some parts of it, like, do you think that'd be a bad thing for tourism in Plymouth? It would not be. I'll tell you what, if it is going to be filmed in Plymouth, I'm doing every goddamn thing I can to be in this fucking movie. All of us. All of us. All of us. I've already uh, tweeted at Eli Roth and I have not gotten a response. Maybe we shouldn't trash him too much. Well, I have a feeling he hasn't listened to our podcast, unless he is is just trolling. Just for, like uh, I haven't seen most of his terrible movies, so well, it's fine. I mean, I would say he has a few very good movies. No, he has he Hostel has One, a few that I Cabin actually Fever. really do enjoy. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan like of Green Inferno. I know Green you like, Inferno's you like Green okay, Inferno, but I only like it because I love Cannibal Holocaust. Okay, all right. Like what? Like what do you think is his best movie? Probably Cabin Fever. Cabin Fever, yeah. right? Yeah. Like but Hostel's also Hostel. The first Hostel was it's good. It had the production value, but, like, it's just, it is what it is. But I think Cabin Fever is a scarier movie. Maybe you have to rewatch yeah. Cabin Fever. Like, Cabin it's, I think, and it's it's just a lot of fun, dude. It's just, like, a fucking splatter fest that's just, mm. there's no rules. Hostel's very tight, It's, it's and you can tell that there's a Tarantino, like, influence to it. Absolutely. So it's very clean. For, which is crazy because it's not, it's a filthy, disgusting it movie. Is a, yeah. But it's very it's cleanly, cleanly made produced. and neat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I will say when you watch Hostel, um, a lot of the language is very... Uh, yeah, it doesn't uh, hold up well. It doesn't hold up well at all. It's uh, very frat boy and cringy. But, um, Homophobic. Yep, <laughs> yep, for sure. But it's it's a I think I think it's a good movie. It's a good movie. So yeah. Anyway, that's um that's a movie called Thanksgiving that's going to be directed by Eli Roth and who knows? Stay tuned. Could be set or could be about Plymouth. Cool. We shall see, and we'll have more on that as Stay we tuned. learn more. So, ladies, gentlemen, at this point, that's all I have for news. Wait, ladies, plural. Lady, Are you saying that gentlemen. Lady, yeah. I, did I say ladies? I meant. Couldn't be me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
Well. Well, I was just, I mean, it's the nice haircut. Yes, Andrew, look very Andrew did cut. cut off his mullet. I did. Say. Yeah. What? Yeah. Look at the like glasses on. A real boy. Yeah. A real boy. Yeah. <laughs> Sophisticated. You're like a loser. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, <laughs> let's talk about what we've been watching here, and I have a big one off the top that I think all four of us watched. I believe yeah. so, and that is the menu. Yep. Yes. And I really debated uh, texting the group thread and being like, "Dude, do we want to do an episode on this movie?" I think at some point I it th- wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah. The only thing, the only reason I would say no is because the 2022 ship has sailed. That's yeah, and so we are. So. I'm we ready are, to move forward. Yeah, so. we're on to this year. Yeah, I'm really overwhelmed thinking of like all these movies that I haven't seen I that know. have came out in the last two weeks. We also talk about movies from previous years. We do. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, we could do. I, I think I'm just burnt out on 2022. I can't fathom watching another movie from For 2022. Now. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I. Blew up my well, brain watching so many. I have I have three, <laughs> including oh the menu. I have, I have three that I watched this week. I have three as well. But um, no so uh, what I will say, I thought the menu was awesome. Yeah, one of my favorite movies I probably watched from last year. Um, it it probably would. I, I'm trying not to let recency bias skirt in. It might have slipped into my top ten. I'm not quite sure that it's as horror enough. Yeah. But what I will say, um, I would have absolutely mentioned Rafe Fine's performance in the best horror performances of the year because I think his performance in this oh, movie yeah. was fantastic. Great actor. And also Anya Taylor-Joy, Andrew's girlfriend, absolute badass. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, this is not a spoiler because it's not telling what the ending is. Um, the cheeseburger that she's eating at the end yeah, is like the, the best-looking cheeseburger ever. I've ever seen like in my fucking life. There was, there was a part in this movie that made me laugh out loud, wicked fucking hard. Oh, yeah. John Leguizamo's character was super <laughs> funny. Oh, yeah. And there's a part, I don't exactly remember what was happening, but like one of the like something extreme just happened. I don't want to spoil it because I know a lot of people still haven't seen this. Yeah. But something extreme happens, and one of the like food critic people are, like, saying, like, oh, this is so, like, what they would do. And he mm-hmm. just, like, looks at him and he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so funny, dude. Just so fucking good. Such a great critique of, like, food culture and foodies and... The Brockton girl poll was... Oh, my oh God! My God! I texted in the group. I yeah, um, my name is whatever whatever she actually From said Brockton. her name was. We don't want to say Brockton, who it is, but, yeah. Brockton, so. Massachusetts. And I was like, I was like the Leonardo what DiCaprio meme from... I was like, ah! Oh! It's like, holy shit, <laughs> I'm from Randolph. I mean, yeah. for her character, though, they picked the right town in Massachusetts. Uh, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, um, okay, so I'm getting I'm, I'm getting, I mean... getting ahead of myself. Okay. Um, so, you guys, we all like this movie to varying degrees, right? Mm-hmm. Thoughts, well, I it was thoughts on the menu? Yeah. Sarah watched this with me, too. She liked it. Good. It, yeah. it would be tough to put that in my top ten. I would have yeah. a hard time putting it there just because it was pretty much exactly what I thought it was going to be. So, there was no surprises, really. Like, it was well, very well done, very well acted. Great dialogue. I love the story. I love any movie that's food geared, mm. like geared towards food and with chefs. a mousse. Well, that's, that's, a, mousse a, that's a new thing and right full, now. Full where you're getting all these, horror. you're getting all this content that's specifically about the like culinary. Yeah. yeah, which I love. Yeah, I do too. I'm I love it's, cooking. Yeah, so, that's like yeah. my favorite thing. And, and like you said, Rafe finds fiends. Whatever his fucking name is. Fine Fiends. Uh, this <laughs> might be his Fine Fiends. I feel like this might be. Yeah. I think this is his best role since uh, Francis Dollarhide. Yeah, yeah, he in was Red good Dragon. Yeah, I thought he was awesome man. in yeah. that. Yeah. He was also in Schindler's List. 
That's He's been in some right. banger movies. He was in The English Patient. And The English Patient, both of which I think he won Oscars, yeah. if not just nominated. I mean, he's a great, yeah. great actor. So, uh, Kat, I know Stop you also... Stop telling your stupid story about the <laughs> desert and just die already. Uh, Kat, you also really enjoyed the menu as well, I did. correct? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I liked it. Two thumbs way up. Good. <laughs> What's well, Yelp? Give us your Yelp review. I know. Oh, Yelp reviews. Yes. Oh, that's a whole other animal than just two thumbs from Yelp reviews. That's a lot more. Okay. That's four stars. Yeah, that's four, five, four. Four stars. Two five. stars, two thumbs way, way up. Two thumbs. Oh, yeah. No, I that's really liked it. Yeah, five Do you think this star. cracked your top ten shell? It would definitely be in my top yeah. ten. Yeah. See, I, I, it would be close, but I don't, there's, there's movies that are under my top ten that I think are better than this. Therefore, I was like, well, then it can't be in my top ten. Yeah. It would be real tough. The only and see, thing, go ahead. Mike, or, um, Andrew said that one thing that kind of, and actually it was one of my coworkers I was talking about the menu with two this week, and he was saying the same thing, that it was really predictable. Yeah. See, I didn't, I, I, had, I didn't predict the ending. Oh, I predicted, well. I didn't predict you were asking I for knew a cheeseburger it was going to be something, though. Yeah, but you kind of saw not necessarily what, but coming as it came. The ultimate fate was there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. I, I, fair, I guess. There yeah. was a few parts in the middle that I didn't expect. Yeah. But yeah. There, there was, was a lot of then, scenes where I was like, wow, okay. Yeah. They did a yeah. really good job of like leading into a shocking moment. Yeah. And then downplaying it with like a comedic relief, but not like super in your face or super right off the bat, real yeah. quick after. Okay, it was like subtly. And yeah, because like, there was one. I, I was laughing out loud multiple times. In there was it was one, very, very was funny. There was one yeah. part in the movie where really they kind of figured out that they were going to die, and it was uh, John Leguizamo's like, secretary or whatever she was. was yeah. And she's like, well, why am I going to die? And he's like, where'd you go to school? She goes, Brown. And he goes, do you have any student debt? And she goes, no. He goes, bye. <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, I was like, yep, I love it, yep. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I, I feel like the reason, I, one of the reasons I like this movie so much, I, I felt like, you know, um, I'm obviously, I've said this in the podcast a few times, I'm a huge fan of Anthony Bourdain, rest, is, rest in peace. I feel like this is the foodie horror movie that could have very easily been written by him as like a critique and takedown of like the, uppity rich foodie it's, culture yeah. it's, super it's very snarky yeah. yeah very very a, a ton of satire and i feel like all of like very pretentious all of mm-hmm. the actors in it are doing such a great job of selling like the most unlikable douchebags that you've ever met i love the uh the old couple that yeah. are, oh, you get a, yeah. good, a little glimpse at them yeah. and she's like oh i saw fred <laughs> at the store it's like What's oh, he yeah, doing? Yeah, okay, you yeah. know, Fred. Yeah, like just like yeah. so fucking dull and just miserable, and it's just yeah. like. But you think about it, you're like, there's easily a hundred million old couples oh. exactly oh, like exactly, that that live yeah. in America. The writing's very spot on. Yeah, and I mean, hey, if you haven't seen the menu, skip ahead thirty seconds. It's just a very good parable and allegory for Ether Rich. I, I, yeah. I think very much so. It kind of reminds me of that Knives Out movie that I just watched. I, watched yeah, I would, I would put it in that league. Yeah. yeah, it's very high scale. Yeah. But also, like, it's 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 a lot like what I was saying, um, just went with filmmaking of clean. It's crisp, mm. clean. Yeah. Very sharp. Yeah. So. Perfect. It's a. There's two classes. Mm-hmm. Those who serve and those who are served. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's very, 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 very well put. Mm-hmm. Um, so Anna yeah, Taylor Joy is just continuously. Dude, oh, every, I think she gets better with girl. every role that she. <laughs> do you, so you want to? Do you want to put your uh, marriage proposal out in the air right now? For I her think I've done that before, and yeah. I don't think she's interested. Yeah, she's not. I, I think know. her eyes are really far apart. 
I love her eyes. That's like I mean, my favorite thing. I'm specifically stoked at how far I think, far you, I think Andrew is. I, can, I think they could be she has, she I has they, eyes I like a doe. She's got further. doe eyes. She could be like a bug. Like, she, she's gorgeous, but I, if there's so, I like look at her. I'm like, her eyes are like four inches apart. All right. All right. So that they is, are pretty far they apart. They are far apart. They are a little bit far apart, but she's 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 a stone cold fox. Wait, what's oh, her she's, name again? Yeah. Anya, Anya Taylor, Taylor Anya Joy. Joy. She was great in the Kings yeah. Gambit, that show. Uh, all right, so that's the menu, you, which you can now watch. <laughs> the menu. She's not listening and feeling bad about herself. <laughs> she's now, not jerks. listening. <laughs> if she is, Anya, hello. Yeah, I didn't realize that. <laughs> Anya, she's Andrew kind of looks loves like you. an alien, Just but I like her. aliens. Andrew will take you out for an amuse bouche on a date, Anya. If you as want long as you don't say, I'll take you yes. out for a cheeseburger. And he'll give you a full mouth feel after the amuse bouche. Just wear sunglasses. Uh, so okay, so that is called. All right, all right. Let's stop talking about Anya Taylor Joy's eyes. Um, so that's called the menu, which you can now watch on HBO Max if you have it. Yep. And I would highly, highly recommend checking it out. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a fun. That's that's a great yeah. Friday night. Oh, it's oh, a week absolutely it's a perfect Blast. fun movie. A couple of drinks and edible on a Friday night. Watch that yeah. movie. You'll have a great time. Um, two things that I want to hit on, and then I think the Maybe third one, Cat's going to want to talk about real quick. So I did actually watch. Um, I watched The Pale Blue Eye on Netflix, oh, which is the new movie from, uh, I believe it's Scott Cooper, who directed Antlers, he directed Black Mass, he directed Crazy Heart, and Out of the Furnace. Mm -hmm. This is the Christian Bale starring movie where he is a detective. It's a period piece, a gothic period piece, uh, where he's investigating a murder at a military academy in 1830, and one of the cadets at this military academy happens to be Edgar Allan Poe. So they find a way to weave that character into the story. The actor that plays Edgar Allan Poe, I forget his name, um, apparently he was in all the Harry Potter movies playing you know, Dudley, Dudley something. Dudley, right? Yeah. I was like, there's no Dudley do right in Harry Potter. Not Dudley do right. Dudley, you know. Isn't Dudley do right? Dudley Dingleberry or Dudley. There's no Dudley Dingleberry. Yeah, whatever the fuck. So anyway, he's very good as Edgar Allan Poe. The movie's okay. Again, I thought the plot was predictable. Ron but Weasley? the acting is good, and it, it's a beautiful-looking movie. If you like gothic period pieces, um, wow, explosion. Um, and I love Edgar, Edgar Allan Poe stuff, so I want to check yeah. this out. It's on Netflix right now, so you can better, watch it for nothing. Better or worse, because I haven't seen it, than The Raven with um, John Cusack. Haven't seen The Raven with John Cusack. Oh, better or worse than like Sleepy Hollow? Ooh. Sleepy Hollow is better. Okay. Yeah, but is it like vibe-wise? Vibe is very, very similar. Could yeah. you do a double feature with that? I think it's actually oh, really? a, a similar great... vibe to Sleepy Hollow. Um, Sleepy Hollow is very obviously much more Tim, Tim Burton-y Burton yeah. and uh, much more schlocky. This is a very schlocky. serious period piece. What's a schlocky? Like, schlocky is like of, goofy, yeah, like over the top. Yeah, over the top. I love Sleepy Hollow. I mean, this is very much like an an actor's showcase. So you have be... like, you know, like the guy playing. Does Edgar it get Allen. into like Edgar Allan Poe's like stories at all, or is it just? Briefly, briefly, it's it's almost yeah, like, it, like so it, it's basically as if Poe was inspired to write the stories that he wrote based on what he experienced in this movie. It's weird that that came out right because I just watched that movie Raven's Hollow too, like mm. a month ago, and that was yeah. the same idea. But it was, meh. yeah, I, I gave it on Letterboxd right. like th three out of five. It's good. It's good. It's okay. It's it's like not. It's not great. It's good. It's it's worth watching though. Maybe for sure. I'll start that this year. My Check it out. Resolution. A letterbox. You should because you don't even remember what letterbox is cool. Um, I also watched Andrew. I know you're number ten on your top ten of 2022. I watched Hatching on Hulu finally. Oh, you did. Yeah. Uh, thought it was pretty dope. Yeah. Um, I will say it kind of lost me as the more you progress through the movie as 
the creature devolved into what she devolves into because the creature effects were fucking incredible. Yeah, those were oh wild. Oh my god. Yeah, what a demented story though. The characters, aside from the main girl, are just so yeah. unlikable. And it's just it's 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 a good movie. Check it out. You end up getting it's on that, Hulu. Like, you end up getting that Cartman with a goatee vibe. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, and last but certainly not least, and I know Kat will probably want to chime in on this, and then you can talk about what you've watched if you have anything. Um, we talked about this last week briefly. Um, <laughs> not necessarily horror, but horror adjacent and very Black Mirror-ish. We finished the first season of Severance yes. on yes. Apple TV, and it is unreal. It's so fucking good. Like I, I would recommend it to both of you guys, to anyone that's listening. I think up there on par with some of the best episodes of Black Mirror. The season finale fucking blew my mind. It was incredible. Very, very sci-fi. Very Black Mirror. Very Westworld. Not quite horror, even though there are some very creepy things in the finale. Like, very creepy, weird shit. Yeah. Um, but, oh my god, all the all the acting's on point between Adam Scott, John Turturro, Christopher Walken. They're all great. I know not a lot of people have Apple TV+. Plus. This is the reason to try it out for a week. Get a free trial, binge Severance, and come back to me. That's what I got. Kat, further thoughts on Severance or anything else that you watched? Um... I don't know. I didn't write down any. Usually I write them down when I watch them, so I don't know what I watched. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What do you think of Severance? Severance was awesome. Yeah, yeah, I really liked it. I like um, Adam Scott. Yes, Adam Scott. It was very interesting to see him playing such an awesome dramatic role because he's so usually known for comedy. Is he an asshole? No. No, he's no? actually okay. very likable. Because no. he, he usually plays like a really, like, Dick. Wicked dick. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah. yeah he's, he's very likable in this. His yeah. character is very than, like, sympathetic. Parks and Rec. That's the only right. like, he's like likable in yeah, that show. Kind of a prick in that, too. <laughs> a little bit. Kind of, I guess. But yeah, I I, I would actually, I, I'm on the same page as Mud. I'd, I'd totally recommend it. I yeah. thought it was awesome. Uh, definitely has Black Mirror. Mirror I thought you just vibes. said his name was Mud. I thought you said Mud, too. <laughs> My <laughs> name is Mud. <laughs> I was like, Mud? No. Is that Mike's nickname? Mud Mike? Mud. <laughs> mud. <laughs> while she weren't Mud. Mike. Mike. <laughs> mud? What the fuck is Mike? Mud? I think it was just like yeah, mudworm. Yeah, right. But yeah, I think anyone should watch it because it was a. Anyone should watch it. Mikey Mud and the Funky Bunch. Mikey Mud and the Funky Bunch. Wow, that's my worm group name. Okay, Matt Andrew, take it away with what you guys watched. I actually, I all I had. Uh, was the menu? I watched a bunch of football this week. Um, Nothing wrong with that. Hey, I'll grab some good games on too. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I did see the Outwaters trailer came out today. And you know what? It was it was kind of like the trailer we saw in theaters, Andrew. Okay. Where it was like it was very much critic based, teasery, but they did release that it will be out February 9th. Mm. So that's cool. That's definitely that in theaters. Yeah. That's what I want to make, and then I know we have Skinamarink is doing its little mini thing. I, I guess it's going to be on Shutter later this year. Hopefully yeah, later that, this year. Hopefully that means like I'm hoping that this kind of gets the Terrifier two treatment, and like it just keeps maybe next and weekend. Then maybe I can go it see ends it. up going like yeah more local. I, I can't make it this weekend. I know. Yeah, I can't either. Um, it sucks. But those those are two big early. 2023 anticipations that I have. Mm. Uh, I've heard a lot about them. I've heard they're both really fucking, like, it's big sensory horror where you're kind of getting almost assaulted. Yeah. Like, you're, it's a lot. So, and the endings are pretty gut punchy, which I like. But 
those are my two big anticipations. And then, uh, and Winnie the yeah, the Winnie the Pooh movie is oh, coming yeah, out. That's, right. that's in February. <laughs> Blood and Honey. You're going to watch that so. with Bridget. She likes Winnie the Pooh right now. I don't think she would like that movie, though. Yeah. Well, they just put out a new poster that's like a girl in a thong with, like, hogtied, like, in front of a car with headphones no. on. Yeah. It looks, <laughs> it looks pretty rig- pretty ridiculous and legit. So. I'm going to have to see that in video. I mean, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. I, I'll, if, it, if, they, if it has a wide enough release, I'll see it. I mean, that's <laughs> not something I'm about to go to, like... AMC I'm Cambridge not gonna to drive see. out of my but, way yeah. to see that movie. But um, if it's in Kingston or yeah, or even, even like Braintree, Braintree, I'd go yeah. to Braintree. Hanover has those new movie theaters going yeah. too. So um, hi Otis. But uh, <laughs> other than that, yeah, that's really all I got just for my little tidbit of uh, squiggly fun. Squiggly, squiggly fun. fun. <laughs> squiggly. rank. I don't know. It's got me feeling Skin-a-marink. fucking Doctor Seussy. Scully or whatever it was. Yeah. What? I don't know. Scoliosis? Yes, scoliosis. <laughs> scoliosis. Would you watch Andrew? Uh, well, I watched the menu, obviously, we talked yeah. about that. And then I watched um, Joe Dante's The Burbs. Nice. Um, I rewatched that from the 80s. Uh, Tom Hanks, Carrie Fisher, Bruce Dern, who's fucking amazing in that movie. He's probably the best character in that movie. Um, just a fun, like. Lighthearted, warm-hearted like a, movie. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a family. It's very like, gremlins y. Yeah, Gremlinsy, um, just like a gateway horror movie for like younger kids, I think, but maybe not really. Still haven't seen this. It's by pretty the way, funny. I need to watch it's it. fucking hilarious. It's, it's enjoyable. That movie makes me laugh. I watch that movie every like two years, and I it never gets old. I know yeah. you said that I would love this. Too. You, no, you would absolutely that's a good, love this. That's movie. a good like Beetlejuice. Yeah. Double features. It's style. just okay. well acted, stupid. What is it? Is it Corey Feldman that's in that one too? Is that his name, or is it Corey? Uh, it's Corey Feldman. It's Feldman, yeah. Feldman's Him, in it. yeah. yeah. It's just a stupid, Corey funny Feldman. movie. Hmm. Just watch it if you haven't seen it. It's on Netflix now. That's why I watched it. I watched... I, I love, like, end-of-the-world disaster movies. Like, that's why I watched Moonfall, which came out last year. That movie was fucking terrible. What an <laughs> awful movie. And the guy that directed it directed, like... That's crazy. It of, looks so good. It looks... That's a Roland Emmerich movie. It, it looks... It looks <laughs> like exactly... No, it looks exactly what you would expect to be, which is this overdone... Disaster movie, but it's fun. FX has the movie. Except it had none of that. It was just boring and terrible. And it was like, yeah, he did Independence Day. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's a Roland Emmerich movie. So he directed Independence Day yeah. and a bunch of other disaster movies. A bunch of other movies. disaster yeah. movies. Which Independence Day is also pretty boring. Like, there's, oh, it's kind of a slow it's movie. Not that's not this. This is a whole other level of just bad like, I, I don't love think Indo- Independence Day is bad, but no, it's I'm not, saying, but like this isn't. It's kind of sl- it's long. It's kind of slow. Yeah, but it's at least entertaining. It's funny. There's like there's, there's nothing. There's drama. There's yeah. something to it. Goldblum, yeah. Judd Hirsch, Will Smith, Will Smith, Bill Pullman he was is the best president that we never had. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, right? Yeah. yeah. This. I mean, this had, like, is our Independence Day. The Pride of You, Sam Hirsch. He also Bill did Pullman. 2012 Roland Emmerich. He did mm-hmm. uh, Day After Tomorrow, which I like that movie. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. That's cool. Yeah. It's those type of movies, but this was just terrible, so don't watch it. Um, and then I watched, um, I think it was 1983, uh, Possession. 81. Ah. 81. 81, uh, Possession. I'd uh, say so you two can talk and, about this um, for a while, right? Talk about a movie that just makes you feel like a child watching their parents scream at each other for a, a solid, like, the first hour of this movie is just uncomfortable. I mean, the whole movie is uncomfortable, but the first hour is just this argument after argument after argument. And it's just like the most intense, ar- intense, worse ar- worse it's the most intense arguments yeah. I've ever seen. And I'm like, what is going on? It's just so toxic and it's just so unnerving. I had to turn it down like 10 times because I was like, 
my neighbors probably wondering what the fuck is yeah, going on in here. Awesome. <laughs> it was yeah. so loud. And, but it is just very well done, very well acted. Sam mm. Neill's amazing. What was her name again? Uh, it's Isabel Arajani or something. She like was that. fantastic because she pretty much she's played, gorgeous, she played two roles she's, and she is yeah. a Stoke Fox. Yeah. Yeah, she is extremely I mean, she's married to Sam Neill, who's a stud, so I'm not surprised. Isabella Johnny, yeah. Sam Neill, this is the worst Sam Neill has ever looked in a movie, though. It's one of his first Yeah, he was, he had to be like 22 or something. He was in his 20s, yeah. Yeah, He looked very young, but he got better looking with age, like... He's like a fine wine. Like, I was just gonna say, um, like a fine wine. So here, here's the plot. I don't really know what like the fuck dorky. this movie was about. I know it was about you know a toxic relationship, divorce, like an like an allegory or whatever for like that, and like you you're, you're you're dealing with your guilt and this pain. But it's just like 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 you were saying, it's got H.P. Lovecraft vibes. It's got Hellraiser vibes. It's got. All sorts Cronenberg of vibes. wild. Give vibes. me all that. Oh, it's dude. Good. You it's, you would like this? Dude, it is. Watch it, it is confusing. It's okay. extreme. Kind of Don't like try to figure out what the movie is even about. So. Right, At least enough. not on the first watch. Like, no. and it's a movie I've watched three times straight through, and I have what I would say is a pretty solid grasp on what it is. But I don't like explaining it because so many people haven't seen it, and I'd rather people just watch it. Hmm. Just. Just, for what it is. Yeah, like, and have zero idea or anything. And then they could be, like, okay, well, because it's very up for interpretation. Oh, 100%. And so that's why, and it's it's very brilliantly acted. Like, yeah. I was saying to Andrew, this is the best acting out of any 80s horror movie, period. Yeah, you're, you're probably right on that. Period. Okay. Absolutely without question. Well, I mean. Great practical effects, too. The practical effects are Fast. insane. There is a very wild scene that this movie is known for. That um, it's got to be the s- number one, if not the second most notorious subway scene of all cinema history. Yeah. If we're talking about irreversible, okay. but okay. Um, it's it's a wild fucking movie. So this movie's kind of been the talk of the horror town for a little while because it just debuted on Shutter, and I feel like there's a whole new generation of people that are discovering this movie. Um, I would like to count myself among one of them when I do watch it. And uh, this is directed by Andre uh, Zul- Zulakowski or Zulowski. 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 Sorry about that. Zulakowski. And uh, here, here's the plot. <laughs> a woman starts exhibiting increasingly disturbing behavior after asking her husband for a divorce. Suspicions of infidelity soon give way to something much more sinister, which is a very generic plot description. So. Yeah. To yeah. say the least. Yeah, absolutely. Especially when you're talking about this movie. Yeah, it has, like, it has a lot to do with manifestation and... Symbol like symbolic manifestation. It's extremely. Yeah. If you've yeah. seen The Brood, by I have. Yeah, Cronenberg. Yeah. Keep that. Like, this is this is this movie is the roast beef to the mashed potatoes you have in the side of your cheek. <clears throat> wow. Okay. 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 Wow, that's quite an allegory. Yeah. My goodness. Okay. So I'm gonna have to check out. Position. So just keep like I'm you sure. know what I mean. Like kind of keep that idea of that movie. Cat keep like, that, like, keep that like, idea like, I like roast in the beef back and of your mouth. Yeah. They both play like, really well together. Yeah, like, they meld well yeah. together yeah. in your mouth. Like, I want to. Like, what's the, where's the, the gravy, gravy though? Yeah, where's, yeah, the, where's the, gravy? the gravy? That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where's the popovers and all that shit? Fuck anyway, popovers. Right. Yeah, popovers are great, actually. Fuck you. Popovers. All right, so that's called Shudder. It's called. Possession, which you can now stream. It's called Shutter. On Shutter. <laughs> yes. Yes. Sorry. Excuse me. Sudden a punk. Sometimes <laughs> I might misspeak. All right. 
Anyone watch anything else? No. All right. Hey, why don't we take a quick break before we get a word from our sponsors. We'll be back in 90 seconds. It's official. The critic's decision is in. Spooky World is spooktacular. Enter the new black hole. If you dare. Or the new horror house of wax. This year, don't miss the real Jason, Bobby Pickett, or Alice Cooper. Phone the 24-hour Spooky World hotline. 508-838-0200. That's 508-838-0200. Spooky World is just west of Boston. And haunts every night from October 1st till November 1st. If you had the nerve, you'd phone 508-838-0200. It's American's horror theme park. Spooky World. Be scared. I'm the super sweet monster with the super sweet new cereal, Count Chocula. Biffle. Here's the super sweet new cereal, Frankenberry. But I've got chocolate sweeties for monstrous chocolate flavor. Well, I've got berry flavored sweeties for monstrous strawberry flavor. Count Chocula. Frankenberry. Hi. Ah. <gasps> Frankenberry. Count Chocula. Sleepy Clowers! Time is alive! It's alive! The new face of evil is going to scare you to death. Barrett's Haunted Mansion, it's a killer this year. Then be next door to the Abington Airlines. Barrett's Haunted Mansion. Eat, drink, and be scary. Go to bhmansion.com. And we're back! Andrew, good job. It's almost as if you knew right when to say that. And we're back indeed. Look at him go. Ladies and gentlemen, now we're here talking about our uh, topic of the evening. You took your thing. Yeah, you did steal my <laughs> which, uh Which we're talking about a movie called uh, Black Sabbath, which uh, I don't know about you guys. Not the band. Um, not the band, but related to the band, which I'll bring up in a little bit. Oh! Um, so the first really? I had heard about this movie was when I watched Shudder's 101 Scariest Horror Movie Moments. And this was uh, moment number 97. Uh, so I can safely say this is a, um, a movie that I had not heard of or seen before. It's uh, directed by Mario Bava, mm. who is a very famous Italian director. Love it. Uh, one of the innovators of the giallo genre. And, uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about this movie because it is definitely an anthology. Fits into Janthology. This movie was suggested by Matt, and it came out in the year 1963. Almost 50 years 60 old. Wild. Years. Wild. 60. Wild. Oh, and almost 60 years old. 60. Holy shit. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I was like, that's I forgot it's, it's 2020. That's huh? so fucking old. Um, 2023. That's what I will say, watching this movie last night, it felt like a bit of a slog at an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Slog? Slog. Did slow, we use slow, that word? slow. That's slow, slow. What was the other word? It was an S word. Was... Sloth or sleuth? Yeah. It was an S word. Slog. Swagger. Slothy words. Jesus <laughs> Christ. He's using a lot of worm words. Mike's a worm word. Slithering. It was thickened with a slurry. Yes, a slurry. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so you this is. Cornstarch slurry? <laughs> Uh, and uh, obviously, one time. I, I, what I will say before I defer to Matt, because this was his suggestion, um, I am on board for anything involving Boris Karloff, uh, and he is in this movie. So, Matt, uh, talk to me about Black Sabbath. Why'd you pick it? Did you like it? Did you hate it? What'd you think about it? And uh, take it away. So, I'd only seen this movie one time before. Um, I wanted to do something a little different because I knew we were doing the anthology thing. Um, I. You guys know I have a 
quite the love for Italian horror movies. Yes. So, you do. You do. Um, Mario Bava, being the director of one of my all-time favorites, is Black Sunday, um, which is just a phenom- the best horror movie of the 60s, if I do say so myself. But aside from that, Mario Bava paved the way for uh, quite a lot of Italian horror, to put it just neat and tidy with a bow on it. But uh, I love this anthology. I think it's fucking great. There's no, you know what I like about it? There's no wraparound. It's yeah. a fucking hammers the next story into the next one, and then you call it a day. There's only three. You got a nice short little fucking slasher one at the beginning. Mm-hmm. You have a really good, which I think is the best one of the movie in the middle, that's very good with Boris Karloff in yeah. it, and it's very creepy. And then you have these, which I would say is the scariest one at the end. Wrapping it up. To yeah. really yeah, tie it in and nail it. And that but that one's also a little shorter, but it's fucking good. And it's creepy. It's very Tales from the Crypty. Yeah, it's kind very of. Edgar Allan Poe-y. Yeah, it, yeah. it just it's, it, it's it, a, it kind it's, of it's hits every little anthology this, this This anthology hits every corner of horror yeah. to me. Uh, for the most part, and, and in terms of what was really going on in like '60s horror too, especially. Um, so it's interesting you say Poe because actually, so these uh, stories are inspired by actually a couple of classic writers, Anton Chekhov and uh, Alexei Tolstoy. These stories. Is that so? I was gonna say earlier. So the the last one is that because did he write like the necklace or the pearl necklace or there's something with a necklace? I remember some Russian story, short story about a necklace, and it reminded me of the last one with the ring, mm-hmm. and I can't remember if that's... Not sure. I'm not sure. I, I just saw in my notes that it was uh, inspired by stories from those two. Uh, so with that being said, Cat, um, what did you think about Black Sabbath? I know you watched it for the first time last night. I have my overall thoughts written down. So oh, good. Oh. Okay. Can Mike Ready? read them? It's way better when Mike reads them. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. No, no. Like, for me, actually, forever. it is very funny. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's here, though. Can I, I just, can I just read it? No, she's okay. here, though. Okay, the overall thoughts are on the bottom. Just read like, them to yourself and let her so say. On the bottom. It's just funny when someone else reads it because it's just, there's it's, there's, there's, there's an element of surprise to it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can read it. The rest of them are notes. Let's see. Overall thoughts. Fun movie. Not scary. I'd watch it again. I feel like it's over off those movies is like almost better the second time around. One of those movies. I didn't like the whole dubbed. I didn't like the whole dubbed and mouths not matching up. Yeah. That's that's my notes. You know what's funny is that when I was so. When the first time I watched it, it was on. This should be a segment of the show. Mike reads Cat's thoughts. The first time I watched this, it used to be on Shudder. Uh, yeah, and so I know. this is yeah, an yeah. Italian movie. This so. was literally just on Shutter, it which is just, why it was it, featured it on the gotten, 101 scariest movie. It had to have gotten taken off. I've January, by it about it, eight times. It had to have year. gotten taken off January first. Yeah. And so when I first watched it, it uh, Italian movies back in the day, whether they were in English, filmed in English, recorded in English, they're dubbed. They didn't have the same sound from the live set as they oh, did in the movie. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. So it's just how they did them. So they was had it recorded to. in English and then dubbed it's in It's filmed Italian? in English, but it was also the one... There's there's a version that I watched before that's filmed in English, dubbed over again in English. It's just because how the they sound, did it. Because I couldn't get the sound yeah, quality it's just, from, this, it's just how from they the did people it. being... Oh, in, you know what I mean? And like, so, okay. But this one is... <clears throat> filmed and it's the same thing it's filmed the way it is in english but it's dubbed in italian 
And right. then there's I didn't really people. have an issue with that. No, I, I didn't care at all. I could be, because a lot of those people had mush mouths and were barely moving their mouths anyway when they spoke. Honestly, I was watching for it and it was like well, the I, English I dub know. on a lot of the Italian movies is like very lackluster in yeah. terms of emotion and like conveying anything. Yeah. So when it's in another language, that element kind of goes out the door, and it's just in another language anyway. Okay. So it it kind of just like. I can take it a little bit more seriously. And then okay. I can just read the subtitles and call it a day. All right. So, One thing yeah. I thought I learned about this when I watched the movie, now I forgot immediately, <laughs> was I was like, oh, I know the Italian word for hello because they say it 8,000 yeah. times. Eventually they stop dubbing. A lot of phone calls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A, lot, a lot of phone calls. Hello. Especially hello. In the first hello. Segment. First segment. Yeah. So another thought I had. Sure. Um, they had very elaborate sets. Like, the architecture and stuff in the rooms mm-hmm. was very, like, like very elaborate. Like, even in the bedroom in the first scene with, like, the the little, uh, like, cast iron, like, like divider thing and, like, mm-hmm. all the curtains. The second one... The second one is in, like, a little village. The sec- yeah. Yes, yeah. the second one, but, like, they did, like, kind of a lot with the Even, like, the, scenery, the, the woods. The woods in the, in the, the second well, Then you yeah. see at the end when it ends before yeah, the yeah. credits, like, and you yeah. have every, it kind of zoom out. That was so weird. That was so weird. Oh, yeah, the guy was when cool. Boris Karloff's on the horse. And he's like, yeah, but yeah. then they have, like, you see, like, the set. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean. And at one point, I think you see the top of, like, a wall, and there's something behind it, and you're like, what? Yeah. You're kind of looking at it like that's. I feel like you had to put more effort into that type of stuff back then because well, you didn't have so CGI. Well, yeah. That's yeah. all you had. I mean, the third one, like I mean, they they had like the huge ceilings and the big yes. doors and like that. It was crazy. Like yeah. the amount of detail in it was well, kind of nuts. Mario Bava has often been referred to as like one of like the, the like the, the master or the yeah. Godfather of Italian horror, right? So he was one of the innovators in the giallo, yallo, uh, yallo. Genre, as they say in Italian. Is anyone here Italian, by the way? Cat no. and I certainly Zero are. Yeah, a little nope. Italian. I mean. A little bit of Andrew. Okay. So if I fuck up my Italian accents, Andrew, get me a little light. Uh, forgive <laughs> me. But he was also giallo. He was one of the pioneers of the giallo genre, and you can see the hallmarks of that in this movie. The bright purple and pink hues in the background, like the elaborate sets, the beautiful settings. With schlocky again, schlocky. There's that, that word. That's Schlo- a like word. It's a word. Did you just learn about that word? Look it up. Schlocky and sloppy. Look it up. Look it up. Look it up. Sloppy and shocky. Look it up. You simpletons. Schlocky is a word. Schlock. Schlock. Someone Mike was reading a review about this movie and someone used that word and he was like, No, absolutely not. No, it's a word. It's a word. It's a word. It's a word. It's gonna be like on my Wordle today. So if you watch some of the more famous Jalo films after the fact, you will see certain elements that are similar to this movie. This movie came out in 1963, and Jalo, Matt, you know better than me, probably came out and like rose to fame in what the with, 70s and 80s, right? Big time in the 70s, right. but it was creeping up in the 60s. Okay, so you can see the elements of that genre in this film, and this is definitely one of the reasons why. There's a couple things I want to say about Jalo. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very specific. So these are m- always slasher murder mysteries. You never know who's doing the killing. They're always very gory. They're always going to have beautiful Italian women. Mm-hmm. It's always a sharp mm-hmm. object stabbing. Ciao, bella. Deal. Ciao so, bella. Babe, You're going to see black gloves. You're going to see knives or, or sewing needles or some sort of sharp... Dagger. Penetrating, yeah, yes. some sort of... Someone's exactly. getting strangled. Those are like the very specific tropes that 
encapsulate what Jalo is and was and somewhat continues to be every once in a while you have kind of like malignant almost had this kind of Jalo inspired feel to it mm-hmm. and obviously Dario Argento's last movie that just came out this year Dark Sunglasses Did you end um, up watching that? I haven't gotten to no. it. I will. But um that that was Jalo and so it's it it was a very big and important and appreciated subgenre of Italian horror. And it's very recently found a new love through all these re-releases through Arrow and uh, uh, Scream Factory and this, that, and the other thing. And so... Um, well, you would think that after and, the love that slasher movies get, like, how would you not... Get yeah. Cool, they're just so... De- and they're just so much more sophisticated yeah. than American slashers. American slashers. So, so trash. I'm glad you brought up Malignant because I was going to say, so, like, for modern audiences that might not know much about this particular subgenre of Italian horror, I would say the two most popular horror movies that have come out in the last five years that I think probably draw from this genre the most. Malignant, which, again, I think Malignant is one of the best oh, five horror movies movie. in the last mm-hmm. decade. Mm-hmm. Uh, unbelievable movie. Uh, that, and also, surprisingly, Last Night in Soho has a lot of Jalo vibes. M- Mystery-wise, yep. yes. And I think, like, yeah. the color scheme and, like, the, the murder mystery, that type of stuff is very on par with that type. And I, I think Edgar Wright also said that he was inspired by yeah. films like that. You can, so you, you, can, you, can, that. you can see it. So I, I think if you're looking for more mainstream movies that can kind of turn you on to this genre, like those two are... are uh, two Neon Demon's pretty good. I like that movie. Neon Demon's also very good, too. Mm-hmm. That's a uh, that's a Panos Cosmatos movie, I believe. I, I couldn't find time. Panos Cosmatos? The guy who, the guy who did uh, Mandy and the viewing ah. episode of Cabinet of Curiosities, oh, I believe. Okay. I believe. For anyone that's curious about Jalo and they want to try and dip their toes, uh, so yeah, some Matt's, of the very... Matt's the expert here. The very popular ones you can check out that are on Shutter are Deep Red, Tenebrae, mm. Opera, um, and, uh, I mean, you could call... Suspiria kind of has a, a dance with Jalo. It is Dario Argento. But um, if, if you go on Shutter, they have a yeah. massive clip. A lot of them have, like, really <laughs> long names. It's like the cat with nine tails and <laughs> the, the bird with the crystal plumage. That's another really That's another good one. one. Yeah. It's so, like any pop punk band song name from the Kind 2000s. of, yeah. yeah. It, it really is. <laughs> but if you, if you check those out, they're all very entertaining. Tenebrae especially was extremely fun to watch. I was invested in it the whole time. Or even if you look at some of uh, Mario Bava's other filmography, right? Like so, and again, I've I haven't Black seen Sunday. any of these movies, but like, so for example, he's most famously known for like movies like The Girl Who Knew Too Much, mm-hmm. Blood and Black Lace, and Planet of the Vampires, which uh, Ridley Scott has admitted in interviews was a direct influence on Alien. Huh. So even though he didn't write it, even though he didn't write it, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, those types of things. Did you know, just this is a side, totally off the rails fun fact. No. Dan O'Banion wrote Alien, and he directed uh, Return of the Living. Did not know that. Did not know either of those Did not know that. Hmm. Interesting. There you go. Interesting. Uh, Did you guys know what the, uh, I I can, I I know you don't know, (laughs) what the Italian title of this (laughs) movie was? (laughs) Uh, oh, I'm sorry. oh, I'm sorry. Did you know? Did you know what it was no, in Italian? The, no, the burp was like a Homer burp. Yes, yeah, yeah, Sunday Barney. Uh, yeah. It was. Mia. Okay. I trivolti della pora. It shows up at the very beginning. The three faces of death. That's oh. what it means in Italian. I think Black Sunday's Italian release title was The Mask of the Devil. I mean, the first segment has to be the first 
horror movie, basically, that don't answer the phone. Um, right? It could be. I mean, I can't, like, 1963? Yeah. There were phones even around before that? Yeah, I mean, they were, but, like, I feel like that's the first one. I mean, The Mask of the Devil fits because all three things have... Well, Mask these... of the Devil's a different movie, but yeah. Oh. That's Black, well, that's was, Black Sunday. I was going to say, because this movie, there's beady eyes in every single one of those scenes and different... If you if like, you really get a chance, good, watch Black eyes. Sunday. It's Barbara okay. Steele. It's a fantastic black and white supernatural witch movie. Okay. It's very, very... One thing I was going to say about this movie, because I know we're still like kind of just riffing on this a little bit... Um, it's definitely like when you watch it, feels a bit dated, but it, it doesn't feel like sixty years old. It is sixty years old, <laughs> but it's still scary. I mean, like you there are parts of it creepy. that are very creepy and scary. You said like you the, hated the music, though. The, I the, the, music, the music. The music I felt took you out of the story because the music was very upbeat. Yes, yeah. right. Like mm-hmm. I thought. That's um, just right, dude. That's I'm, every I'm, Italian horror movie. Ever. I'm glad I'm not the only one that noticed that. But also, even if you watch Day of the Dead, yeah. Because there, when Romero was doing those movies, they were heavily involved with Argento. Yep. And there's a scene in Day of the Dead when they're running through the tunnel in the dark. Uh, it's the girl and the uh, and electrician. Yep. Yep. And there's like a guitar solo playing during it, and it's just like super. It doesn't make weird. any sense. Yeah, it's weird. But it's just like that's the way that Italian films were made. Maybe like so. a re-release with these movies with just like different music. That'd be kind of cool. I, dude, honestly, like it I doesn't. Don't it doesn't. I think me. you have to just leave. But it'd be wild if they put in like some weird like synth. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. Speaking but, of music, so we talked about music. the band. This movie's called obviously Black Sabbath. Uh, correct. What's the most famous iteration of the words Black Sabbath? War the band. Yep. Ozzy Osbourne and Black Sabbath. Ozzy Osbourne, Tony Iommi, who I've seen on War Oz Pigs. Fest a yes. couple of times. <laughs> like, War Pigs. War Pigs. Um, so this film serves as an inspiration for the naming of Black Sabbath. In 1968, so, my God, talk about one of the great renamings of a band of all time. Does anybody know what Black Sabbath's original name was? Uh, White Pink Sunday. Good guesses. No, Matt? No, I have no idea. Earth. That was their name. Wind Earth. and Fire? I was going to say Wind no, and Fire. No, not Wind and Fire, just Earth. Oh, Earth. Well, Earth. Welcome to Earth. So basically, <laughs> Earth. With an F? No, or with a PH? A, no, Earth with a TH. With a TH. So, <laughs> with a TH. Oh, not a PH. Uh, so I would have, I to, was bet, I would have to say the Earth best renaming was ever Ron Artest changed his name to Meta World Meta World URPH? That would be great. Okay. Earth. Derp. Steven. Earth. So. Um, Earth in 1968 <laughs> happened to be playing a concert at a venue across the street from where Black Sabbath was playing. The band noticed that there were more people in line to see the movie than there were in line to see their show. So basically, uh, they had the mindset that, hey, horror sells tickets, and they decided to rename themselves Black Sabbath. Were they still, like, doing the same music, though? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, dude, I love Black Sabbath is a good. hell of a fucking name. Yes. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So I, I, thought, mean, I thought that was interesting because obviously was, when you when you think of the name Black Sabbath, you think of the band. Anyway. If it was U R P H though, I mean it's no. too modern for that time. It'd that might have drawn a little bit of attention. I don't, I don't know if, if copyright wise oh. you're able to. But at the beginning <laughs> of this episode, you should put the Black Sabbath, the song Black Sabbath. Oh, I'd love to do to, that. to open the uh, the episode. War Pigs. 
Well, there's a song called Black Sabbath by Black Sabbath <laughs> off an album called Black Sabbath. Not every song is called More Pigs. <laughs> Believe it or not, from what I understand, Paranoid. that's the that's Generally the first the song ever recorded to use a tritone, mm-hmm. which is supposed to be like an evil sounding. Uh, I prefer evil chord. sounding chords. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Want to talk about 1963 horror real quick? Yeah. Because there was one big, big, big release that everybody's heard of, and that's uh, Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. The Birds. Came out in 1963. Oh, The Birds. Uh, that's a movie that still holds up very, very well. That's I love that movie. Awesome movie. My mom says that's the scariest movie she's ever seen. It's funny you say that. My mom said the same thing. My mom Maybe was... Maybe they saw it together. My mom was Maybe. very young when she saw it, and she specifically remembers the scene where the birds peck the guy's eyes out, yeah. and he's sitting there with no eyes. She said that uh, it gave her nightmares for weeks. And this was in... As someone that's been attacked by seagulls, I can... uh, (laughs) That movie is very scary. Can can you regale the tale of you getting attacked by seagulls? I feel like this is good content. I was probably (laughs) eight years old down in Florida. We were going to Bush Gardens, but we were staying in St. Pete. Mm -hmm. It's around the beach. My drunk parents were down at Barnacle Bill's getting hammered with their friends while they let us children just do what children do. Meeting you and Seth. And I'm just walking down the beach with my Cheetos. (laughs) And I drop a Cheeto on the ground and a seagull flew over and grabbed it and then fucking like 50 fucking seagulls attacked. I was running for my life. They're like, yeah! That was hard. So wait, you didn't drop the Cheetos though, right? You kept them and fuck you? Uh, I threw the Cheetos and ran for my life. That's what they wanted. They were huge. Wait, so then did you go back to your parents and be like, I got Cheetos seagulls. They're like, it's okay, honey. No, because they would have been like, what are you doing here? We're drinking. Well, yeah. Well, anyway, the birds came out in 1963. <laughs> in addition to Black Sabbath, we also have, and I'm not going to pretend that I've seen any of these movies. By the way, if anyone's I seen might have any seen of these, Matt, you probably yeah. you're the most likely. Uh, it's so a little too early for Doctor Fives. Like <gasps> if you've seen any of these movies, let me know. Uh, let's see. Black Zoo. Nope. The Blancheville Monster. Nope. Blood Feast. Yes. Herschel Gordon Lewis. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. Wow. Hey. Nice pull. Nice pull. The Comedy of Terrors. Terror. I have not seen Dementia that. 13. That's Francis Ford Coppola. Uh, sure is. Wow, man. Good job. That too. Those, Diary, that's a great fucking movie. Diary of a Madman. The Ghost. Boo. That could be any. The Haunted, pa- the haunted Palace. The Haunting, which... Uh, oh, the Haunting's is a big one. That's a big one. Price? Yep. yep. Uh, nope, sorry. Nope. Nope. Is that William Castle? Kevin Zeta-Jones? It is directed by Robert Wise. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Catarsis. The Kiss of the Vampire. Matango. The Old Dark House. Paranoic, The Raven, directed by Roger Corman with Vincent Price. I've probably seen that. Good evening, that one I've seen. Slime People, The Terror. That sounds good. Again, directed by Roger Corman. The Terror, is that anything Roger Corman uh, and... That's starring Jack Nicholson. Is that like sea folk people, like captains on ships? Uh, Like the one we saw with Because there's that AMC show called The Terror. We watched that. That was a great show, actually. uh, Terror is a 1963 American independent horror film produced and directed by Roger Corman, store uh, film stars Boris Karloff and Jack Nicholson, the latter of whom portrays a French officer who is seduced by a woman who is also a shape-shifting devil. Sounds wow. pretty good to Never me. Never seen it. Yeah. I'll watch the shit the terror, out of that, though. though. Is that show good? Yeah. yeah, we watched that a while. They had So they had two uh, Two seasons. seasons. The first season was way better than the second season. And they're, But they were very good. Both terrifying. Yes. Uh, to close terrifying. the loop on 1963, Tomb of Torture, Twice Told Tales, The Virgin of Nuremberg, and The Whip and the Body, another Mario Bava. I think I've seen Twice Told Tales. I think that's another 
Uh, Vincent Price. Apology, Vincent Price. Vincent Price. Mario Good evening. Good evening. Cacio Pepe. Cacio Pepe. I was making this joke the other day because me and Sarah got dinner in the North End uh, for her birthday, and I was oh, like, yeah. I can't wait to go to an Italian restaurant and confidently look at where you guys and say, I'll have the gabagool. Yeah. The gabagool. The gabagool. You didn't get the cacio Pepe. The gabagool. I had veal salt and boca. Ooh, yum. Yum. Can't go wrong. We split a bottle no. of Chianti. Oh, oh very. Some fava beans. Nice. Oh, no, no fava beans. Yeah. No fava beans. Which, which, which restaurant did you go to? Uh, Cantina Italia. Very on nice. Hanover Street. Yeah. Very. Very. Yeah. So it's on Hanover Street. That's from what I was told. That's all that matters. Yeah. Lady and gentlemen, did you know that uh, Black Sabbath was one of Quentin Tarantino's biggest influences when he was writing Pulp Fiction? No, mm-hmm. that's crazy, and yep. I, that's Pulp Fiction's one of my all-time favorite movies. Yep, uh, Tarantino cites this movie as one of his biggest influences. The film influenced Tarantino and Roger Avery when they were writing Pulp Fiction. I wonder if it had anything to do with Uma Thurman's overdose. Well, obviously, I think the... Wait, essentially, Pulp what? Fiction is an anthology... Yeah, kind of. Adjacent yes, to the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That's true. Overdose? Have you seen Pulp seen Fiction? Pulp Fiction? Yeah. I'm just trying to think no. of parts of this movie that have anything to do with Pulp yeah, Fiction. Overdose? I, I think he's remember. just, yeah. I think I he was high like, when he said that. Like, like, really yeah, like, I mean, maybe. 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 Like, I was like, do you, do you see any correlation? Not really. No, Seems like something pretentious. It seems like something Quentin Tarantino would say. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, T- Tarantino's a big film nerd, so I-, I can totally see him knowing about this film and there being slight nods to this film in Pulp yeah, Fiction, I'm but sure obviously it's not an outright, like, yeah, I can't remake. Picture you know what I'm saying? Like, Do we want to talk briefly about just the segments of the movie? Yeah, yes. kind of a little bit. Uh, good, good, I mean, good call. So actually, so I, 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 I was, really, I, uh, I meant, I meant. Did you finish? I mean, I, I never meant. gave an opinion. No, I, uh, Andrew needs to give an opinion on. Oh, the it's movie. fine. We can do segments. No, we it's already. Cool. He, he's given his opinion. No, the entire he did give his opinion. We're an hour and five minutes into this. He's given his opinion. Uh, there are three he segments, by the way. A lot of his time to have his opinion. <laughs> I don't need my allotted time. I have enough opinions. The three segments, by the way, are called the telephone, the verdelock, and the drop of water, and. I mean, I have a favorite, which I think is the scariest, and that's a drop of water, which mm. is uh, by far the scariest, I think. The drops are very loud. The weird wax lady. Like, yeah, oh my god. Yeah, weird. I got it in my nose. So it scary. had to be made oh from wax, god. right? Or something. Her face weird. She was, was creepy as fuck. Very creepy. Yeah. Well, there's the scene when she is in the rocking chair. Yeah. Yes. That's creepy. when you really get a really creepy, because mm-hmm. the lighting's different, and that, that was that was frightening. I was well. Hot take from me, and I because I know somebody already said that they thought their the second segment was very well done. I thought that was the weakest of the three. Really, the first and the third okay. segments. I were thought my the first favorite. one was the weakest. I did too. Yeah, it was so predictable and boring. The yeah, the first the first, was very the first segment telephone. for me was hardest to get through. I thought I loved the second one because I thought Boris Karloff was the scenes of him on the horse, knowing that he's undead, coming <laughs> back to his family. I thought was like this is insane. Well, because a child dies. And then he kills a kid, and like he, yeah. And and then that couch is like, I'm not leaving. I want this big breasted blonde woman. He's like, I don't give a fuck. But I love the scene of him on the horse. Like there's something about that lighting and the way the fog. Makeup was very well done too. It was. It was creepy, but like just knowing that he's dead. Yeah, and that, he's riding back to them to get them right. is like fucked up. And you know, like dead like, son has to invite himself in, like, like a very vampirish. Yeah, rules. Very yeah. Good, yeah. I, well, I was wondering Ooh. if they were vampirish, but um, oh my god, it's a stink bug. Um, don't kill it because then it will stink. Oh, oh no 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 no! He's gonna eat it. 
He's just gonna get drunk. Um, I was gonna say the uh, blonde lady when she like after her the other lady's child died, she's like, "Oh come on, it's okay." And I'm like, "Her fucking child just died." You're saying, "Oh come on, it's okay." It's fine. Reel it in. She's like, "Oh come on, it's okay." You're like, "No, it's." Well, back then, I mean, kids probably died all the time. Oh, that's crazy though. No one knew how to take care of them. No, people get a cold in there. I know. Yes, the sniffles. Dead. It's like in the Oregon Trail. You get um, die from dysentery. dysentery. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, mean, I think that was kind of serious. Cholera. Dehydration, dude. I mean, cholera sounds terrible. Cholera, cholera did what? sound pretty brutal. Cholera? It's that's like a, a horrible, the like, Oregon whooping trail? cough, right? Yes. Whooping cough? I don't know what it is. I thought well, it was that's... like a... There's smallpox. Smallpox, yeah. Any kind of pox are bad. Yeah, so smallpox, dysentery, cholera... I don't know if there was any other ones. I think they, on the but if you Oregon break, like, oh, if you break a bone, I'm just thinking deaths on the Oregon Trail. Yeah, you broke a bone, you're dead. Oh yeah, if you break well, a bone, well, you which is wild. Imagine that. Yeah. Sepsis. Yeah. People are like, let me spit on your wound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that better? Your bone's out. Let me How lick that like a dog. How many days should I rest for when I have a broken yeah. arm? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, were you gonna rest in that bush? Because we're gonna yeah. push you. We got some barley water. We can dump on your bone. The Cumberland Gap. We gotta get to the Platte River. So get the fuck out of here. So we don't die. Yeah. Um, I was, what was, oh, so I was going to say the, um, what are they, t- self-suffocation, right? <laughs> I suffocation, mean, no, what were you saying? No, like how, like, Talking she, Papa suff- Roach. she suff- in the third one, how she suffocates herself. Uh, and you're like a demon lady killed her though. But they're like, but it looks like somebody pried a ring off her. Yeah, and then that lady, yeah, like, then the lady's like that. I found. I mean, but then I'm she's like, did like, she steal the ring? Yeah, I but then she, she looks the in the bed and the bed's empty and she's like, oh, oh fuck. <laughs> Right, yeah. Did oh, I steal oh, it? Oh. I pried it off of her because oh I want it. It's like the necklace. Or whatever well, it is. she must have been going to bed. Her... Yeah, she laid a nightgown <laughs> out for herself. The first one was weak, I thought, because, number one, that bitch calling her the whole time could not have possibly seen anything that she was doing because it is 1963. It's not like you have a cell phone. Right, yeah. You're calling her and you're just guessing what she said she was It's guessing. actually a good point that I didn't consider. Yeah. And also, after the first one, call the, fucking poli- call the fucking police. The first one's not supernatural. <laughs> it could be. Well, she got strangled. Because then her weird was... guy comes. Then that guy actually does. Well, come he strangles her with a phone cord. No, he strangles yeah, her with her pantyhose. pantyhose. Oh, that's what it was. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But then was very, like, very, the very weak pantyhose weak. that yeah. she was wearing earlier. That bitch well, got everything she her, wanted. It was her friend. Mary, yeah, no, because act, she shouldn't right. die because she was the one. She was writing the letter at the at the end, like. Yeah. Uh, you didn't want to be my friend anymore, so I thought I'd torture you and make you terrified that this right. guy was coming to kill you, and then he does come and kill her, and she, she dies. Right. It's very ironic, and that's it is. what she gets. Isn't it ironic, Alanis? Don't you think? Isn't it ironic? <laughs> a friend scorned. Yeah, that was, yeah. you know, it when was... a stranger calls or... I mean, yeah, Black the first Christmas, one was pretty was... I think that's why I liked it, because it was very much like when a stranger calls. Obviously, like, you know, uh, when did the original when a stranger calls come out? What year? Do we know? Seventy six. Yeah, so this was before yeah. that. So I mean, oh, this was, was definitely this is the Christmas. first phone. This is the first yeah. someone calling them on the phone. Hello. I also thought it was weird Hi. how <laughs> she could make her voice sound exactly like the guy that with was calling her with the, just yeah. like a, yeah. a piece of cloth. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is highly unbelievable. You haven't talked to me, and we are not friends anymore. But I will come over. I your mean, house. the third one was also the best. I am going to have you and destroy you and rape you. And what about Gabagool? Not rape her, but it's okay. 
I like the third one the best because the main protagonist was this fly that was accosting. The, the third one is clearly yeah, the entire time. <laughs> accosting. Yeah. The woman's getting accosted by a, a housefly. <laughs> the, the, third, the third one, by the way, <laughs> makes such good use of sound yeah. as a way to scare. Um, I mean, the, like, the that's why I got that because of the water droplets. It was like the. From inside the wall, and the that gave me that gave me the Edgar Allan Poe vibes. Yeah. That's why, because of that. For me, the second one, I just loved that image of, like I was saying, Boris Karloff riding the horse, undead was just. It was definitely cheesy, but great. very, but but still good. Like yeah. I, I think it was still good. The third one is the scariest of all, but I I, I liked the story of the second last. I mm. thought it was the most, it was the, the best written. For real though, imagine. Seeing this movie in theaters in 1960, and that third segment with that lady's face mm. coming at you and just like walking at oh, you, yeah. I would have fucking shit. Yeah, food that was 60 years ago. Now I watch it and I go, "What am I watching?" Right. But yeah. then I would have been like, "Oh my fucking god, what is this?" Yeah, absolutely. That dripping though was like way too loud. It was so. Oh, that was I, the point. I, I like, was no, the point. but it was so, and you're like this guy right here. Yeah. <laughs> paying the big bucks, Mr. Audet. <laughs> do you do the thing where you go like this, too? I don't have People to. Have oh, that literally is. Why do you my cheek yes. when I don't have to? I thought to. Mike was playing sound effects. That was no. pretty fucking good. Nope. Do it again. Oh. That's weird. Wow. Yeah. Pretty impressive. That's a pretty good talent. Thank you. <laughs> One, more One of many. Again. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> Lady, gentlemen. Any further thoughts? I was like, I'll show you Tom, but it'll be off the air because it's kind of, it makes a lot of noise. Any further thoughts on Matt's <laughs> water drop sound effect and or sounded weird. Black off Sabbath? Off the air, we're I'll on the air. i talent's off the air. Yeah. And Andrew's like, I don't have any ping pong balls. <laughs> bing, bing. Um, any further thoughts on Black Sabbath, guys? Avocado one? Uh, <laughs> you have an no. avocado pit? <laughs> I had an avocado for lunch. Kat, how many, <laughs> how many, uh, how many thumbs... Would you give Black Sabbath? Uh, two half thumbs. Okay, that's one. Two half so one, one solid <laughs> thumb. I mean, no, two half thumbs is one okay. solid one. Because one would be a solid so one. I don't know two. the difference. Right. Uh, I'll show you the difference. Give me a knife, and I'll show you yeah. a half thumb. <laughs> that's that's no. what I mean. Yeah. One, one, exactly one half, I mean. half thumb bleeding everywhere. Yes. Okay. All right, fair enough. That is. Fair enough. Yeah, that's uh, Matt, Andrew, thoughts on Black Sabbath before we sign off? I, I, I like this. It's it's something different. I, I wanted to kind of mm. uh, go back in time for a minute and I appreciate it. Uh, check out a different respects. different aisle of the uh, the anthology fucking horror. Cinema, I like it. So. You gotta I pay like your respects to. I feel like movies that inspired. It's a classic. Movies. Yeah, it's a classic. If would I watch it again? No, Fair but it's okay. fine. Fair enough. It was good. If I enjoyed it. If it was in English. No, I. I it, it, you know what? It, it, I'm telling you, there. The one that was on Shutter was for some reason. There's multiple movies I've watched on Tubi that are like weird rips. Yeah. That aren't what is normally like on streaming. It's so better. some of them are like really bad quality. Yeah. And it just, I mean, it's free. Because I run into yeah. that with like episodes of Winnie the Pooh that I'm looking at. Yeah. That are on YouTube <laughs> that are like have like Russian on them because mm. they're not on Disney Plus. That's not good. <laughs> well, again, we again, it's on, it's Disney, on Plus. Disney Plus. You're just stupid, and you didn't know what you were <laughs> no. looking for. She's like, wow. Winnie the Pooh, the new, the, the, the Adventures of Winnie the Pooh is on Disney+. Plus. I go, yeah, it is. I've watched it on there before. No. I'm like, it's right there. She goes, Andrew, that's the just new Just dropping the hard S. You're stupid.
stupid. She goes, that's the new Adventures. I go, yeah, that's what it was called in 1990. <laughs> At when one it point, out, it was It new. was the new Adventures. I'm like, you yeah. never just clicked on it to go, what's this? They you didn't just update the name. Like, yeah. I'm never watching this. Pooh yeah. Bear, Winnie the Pooh I had that stuck in my head all day at work yesterday. I know. Yeah, don't get me I'm going. Sure. I'm sure. I know. I'm sure. Uh, life of uh, New Parents. Yeah. Is, uh, Winnie, Winnie the Pooh But I can't wait for the dark Winnie the Pooh. I fucked with So also, we have to bring this up now. So about a month from now, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey is doing oh, one night only release. We did all say that we'd go see it because it is playing in Kingston. What? Oh. Go see it. As you two when? said, with or without you, I'm fucking going. I believe it's the 15th. Okay, I can do that. Of that's the that's day after? That's, February. that's a Wednesday. February. Is that the day after? The day after Valentine's, Valentine's day. day. That's a Wednesday. Yes, oh. yes, yes, yes. So we could watch that and then podcast about it right after. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Certainly good. That might be a long night. night after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not <laughs> the same night. Let's see you into an early, like... I mean, shows. how many? I don't know how many showings of Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> how many? How many? How many? Probably, but I can definitely do that. So okay, yeah. we're seeing it one way or another. Oh, I, we have to. We have to. We'll bring Bridget if we have to. I mean, we can bring her. She I might cry mean, a little bit during it. She might add to the horror effect. She might. Yes. <laughs> All right. Anywho, guys. Uh, no more anything further? No. All right. Good. 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 Happy then. Good. 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 A little, little happy anthology. Happy anthology. Yes. Two. Oh, is this the end? Uh, uh, no. This yeah, we're, we're, about, we're about to wrap up oh, no. this episode. Yeah. I was like, there's a lot of January left. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's still January. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. So right. we have a couple more episodes left to do. Have we decided We've what we're going to do next them week? Up. What are we right. going to do next week? Well, let's you had, let's you decide had, uh, right now. Let's... You had a poll. You had a deep cut poll. Did I? Yeah. The January. Do we, do we say we're going to do... I texted in the group, right? All right, so do we say we're going to do one of the VHS movies in addition to something else? Yes. So I said, fuck... ABC's yeah, the ABC's death would have been yeah, too many. Yeah, what was it? Cover. It was. Yeah. Um, it was like the evil of something. Yeah, it was one that came out a couple years ago and it looked really good. And it was like a bunch of hor- uh, like it was like eight segments and they were all eight a foreign. lot too. Eight so many and they're well, all and they're all foreign. I think so. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Whenever we, whatever whatever VHS movie you guys want to do, you guys can pick and we'll figure it out. I'd like to do VHS nine. Have we ever done the okay. original? No. I've seen the original. We watched it. I'd watch every VHS movie. Except ever. viral. On VHS? Viral stinks. Viral stinks out loud. Yeah. VHS on VHS? Um. Well, we don't have a VHS player. We should pick one we all yeah, have not too. seen before. Correct. Connect. Correct. Mm. I don't know. We'll see. We'll figure it out. So, hey, stay tuned. And hey. next week, oh, we will bring you something new about uh, the the Janthology. We'll also bring our... people our uh, Death Row meals next week, too. Yeah. Oh, 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 no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Let's, let's do it next week. We teased it. Next right week, now. I haven't done it. That's why the yeah, tease is it. Yeah. I, 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 mean, I haven't even given mine. Matt and I gave ours. Kat didn't give hers either. I so. gave my Death Row meal. Oh, you didn't. Oh, dude, I talked it's about that with like a We'll talk about later. We'll talk about later. We'll talk about later. All right. It's been another episode of America's Hometown Horror, guys. We talked about a lot of different things. Hope you guys had fun with us, because we certainly had fun talking with a you. See you. Uh, <laughs> and now guess we, what? Now we close out with uh, Iron Man, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I am Iron Man. Podcast, Apple, Spotify, and Spreaker too. Wherever else. I mean, do you even listen to me at this point? You don't even. You know where to find the podcast. You know where to find. You don't even to tell you. So anyway, hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of America's Hometown Horror. My name is Mike. I've been joined by Matt, Cat, and Andrew. Say a good evening. Bye.
Happy Wildcard Weekend. Goodbye. Yes. Bye. Hey, everyone. It's Mike from America's Hometown Horror. And just wanted to say thank you again for listening to another episode of our show. Because, of course, we would be nothing without you listeners. If you are interested in more local Plymouth podcasts, I would highly recommend you check out uh, some shows by our cohorts on the Inebriart Podcast Network. That's right, the Inebriart Podcast Network, folks. In addition to America's Hometown Horror, you can find the Inebriart Podcast, Bar Talk, Theme Park Legends, Retro Redoctopus, and Old Colony Cast. Head on over and give them a listen.